All right, guys, we got a lot of great Commanders content, specifically exclusive to the Commanders, right? We got training camp specials live. We're covering that, right, Fred? Uh, we all on the sidelines, and we in the booth, too. And, Tana, we have another podcast coming up this week, which is new, and we are previewing the Browns game, right, Tana? Yeah, the Browns. The Browns, right? So make sure you check out all that content, and, uh, yeah. Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Logan Paulson. Smoot. Seven days, man. Seven days you were gone. Come on, the whole entire year, I take off one week, and you act like I just been missing I do. I years. was worried. Where's Waddle? We were worried about him, man. We were like, man, what's up with Fred? We got to call the cops. Like, <laughs> Like, we, we honestly thought you tapped into the old Fred. You know, the old, the old, the old Fred used to just not even tell nobody where he was at. Just, I, come up, go up on a bender. He said, gone for two months. It was a long night for him, and he'd be gone for five days. And it wasn't just us, man. Fans were asking about it. Yeah. Where's Fred? Where's Fred? We got a fans actually miss me. See, you didn't actually miss me. I, well, they I, actually miss Fred, me. Fred, I told you outside I miss you. Yeah, I said, you did, it's you good did. to see you. I said, it's good to see you. I Fred, miss you right? too, brother. That's me saying I miss you. And then Santana Moss. The guy that's just cool as a cucumber all the time. Damn, I don't even like cucumber. I know. It's, what, you just drunk a cucumber shake. Yeah, the other day. but I ain't like it. I told you the apple drowned it out a little bit, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> Wait, that's a weird. That's a weird turn of expression. Cool as a cucumber. Uh, like, well, because I, actually, cu- cucumbers are mostly water. Yeah, right, so yeah. I mean, when they wanted the, the the few vegetables that can freeze, oh. truly freeze. Uh, that, I mean, that's that thing. Well, I'm afraid. Yeah, that's what he, he just, knows it all. I mean, I respect it. Can a watermelon freeze? Uh, yes, a watermelon can. I just told him how to make yeah. a, a watermelon, uh, not the icy, yeah. shaved ice. Shaved yeah. ice. So if I wanted to make a shaved ice, I would put this in the fridge for like eight hours, let it freeze hard as a brick, and then scrape it. Because people are listening to this, they can't see what you're pointing at. Yeah. Fred from his garden yeah, brought in a watermelon. Yes. Straight out of wig, man. And we <laughs> <laughs> straight out of Safeway. <laughs> and we are gonna try it later in the show as, yeah, our, as our last segment. Yeah, we are. But I got, I got some strawberries too. Also, did you grow those too? Yes, they are the easiest. Did you thing wash to them? Grow. Uh, they might need a little wash, <laughs> but I don't use pesticides. All, yeah. my, all my stuff is grown pesticides. What do you do? Do you free. use fertilizer? What do you use for fertilizer? Well, all you got to do is grow red peppers around this stuff, and, and insects hate red peppers. Uh, oh, so I incorporate growing red gosh. peppers. You know I'm laughing to myself because I actually want to go see him. Him is gone. He's set up. Uh, hey, listen, I be, I be in there like mama near, like somebody grandma in that thing. Listen to Marvin Gaye play. Hey, my vegetables love uh-huh. to listen to Marvin Gaye. Do they? There, there's, a, there's a thing, right, about vegetables and music. They like certain types of music well, that grow better. vegetables and animals. Wagyu cows listen to music daily. It That's stimulates right. them to eat And they food. drink a lot of beer, too. Yeah, they do drink beer to keep keep down all the bacteria. In I heard up. something about, and I'm not bacteria? sure if this yeah. got anything to do with, you know, what we're talking about. But <laughs> seriously, I, I heard something um, about water. Okay. Scientists got water and basically, you know, put it in a negative environment blasted some negative, you know, music, music and, yeah. and, and voiceovers and froze it and said, you can see the water look, it, it different. froze different. They did it with, they did the same water with positive surrounding, spoke positive stuff in the air and it was crystals. It was like Crystal icicles, clear water. icicles Tana, and stuff. Tana, so you're saying it's emotional water out there. That's what you're telling me. I'm telling you that they say that you, we can shape stuff off of, of emotions, off of energy. Yeah, I, so I, I believe that. Like I say, 
I don't know this. I heard it. For I me to tell you about it, hey. for me to tell you about it, that means I heard it. Yeah, so, I, say, I, so, I only speak water. what I know. So I'm going to be a no- nerd. I'm going to push my glasses up my nose here. I think this might be spuriously correlated to some other factors because water has no perception of but it emotion. It's just noise to water. No, no, no. But hold time out. But music is a, it operates at a certain wavelength, right? It's a wavelength. And so the water doesn't it's going to perceive the wavelength is no, that no, what's going go, on here you go don't water shoot the messenger is, water is chaos. <laughs> water don't is shoot chaos. the message yeah I, uh, energy is organized chaos i, I, I guarantee you a couple of, of, okay let's, i guarantee let's just, a couple of fans listening gonna say yeah i, I saw the same thing you saw, I, I saw it on instagram so, so hey yeah if, if you if you heard this leave a comment if you're a scientist also leave a comment yeah. i want to drink you, some angry water like, <laughs> I, I, I do i, I, I don't <laughs> if you if you ran this experiment Leave a comment. Maybe call in the show. We got a special guest. Our first special guest is about angry water. Yeah. Right. I'm happy water. But let's get back into what we're good at talking about, okay. which is Fred's farming, but also yeah. football, right? Yeah, yeah. And this week we're going to do a deep dive on the NFC East. Mm. Just kind of talk about like where the division's at, what each team's doing, and then maybe like a bigger high-level picture yeah. for, for the division. All right. So let's just start with, I don't know, what do you start with the Eagles? I guess because they, they were a Super Bowl. Cream of the crop last year, but let's be honest. The NFC East shocked everybody last year. We, that were, is true. we, we was almost the yeah. first division to have four teams to make yeah. it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So everybody, and how so soon do they forget? Because now all of a sudden we we six months removed, yeah. and everybody's saying that the AFC East is going to be the, the squad. I think it's uh, yeah. Who's that? Browns, Ravens, Bengals. They're going to be the squad this year. No, they saying that's the that's division. The South, right? Oh, interesting. Jacksonville, not not Jacksonville, but that division yeah. that everybody's hyping up, and now just Browns, forgetting about yeah. the fact that Dallas is stacked, uh, Philly is restacked. Yeah. Uh, the Giants, I think, might take a step back, and I thought we got better in the offseason. Yeah, but I mean, Philadelphia, like that was. Maybe the best roster in football last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, you know, everyone says, "Oh man, they do they, their offense is so so crisp. It's so simple. It's one of the things you can do when you've got a really good football team is yeah. you can run a crisp, yeah. simple offense." Are they able to get back? They lost their left guard, Isaac uh, Supogo. I forget. Uh, it's probably way to butcher that name. Yeah, I've butchered his name. You he's he's in he's in uh, Detroit now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got to replace that guy. They drafted Tyler Steen from Alabama TJ, in the first round. Middle linebacker. Yeah, they, and then they got you know linebackers gone. Yeah, uh, Nicobe Dean's back. Yeah. Defensive lineman. They kind of have are restocking, but with yeah. some people and pieces that are a little unknown. And our producer brought this up, and I think this is a really good point. Jason, shout out, new dad, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't slept in weeks. Yeah, he hasn't slept in weeks. He looks good though. Great, yeah, great head of hair. Hair is always yeah. Good. But I will say that it's really hard for teams to repeat as Super Bowl champs yeah. unless you got an elite quarterback and. Is Jalen Hurts an elite quarterback? Well, first of all, they is, wasn't champs; they was runners up. Runners up. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And is it? Can they get back to that same level, or is there going to be a regression? And is there going to be a regression? Let's just start there. With I think question. that's a great question, but I think one of the things that stand out the most that we we haven't talked about is just a lot of those coaches that have kind of departed. You know, um, yeah. yeah, the players play the game, but trust me, we know throughout the weeks preparation is key. And if you have a new guy or a new instructor that's teaching you something, he might not be you know comfortable oh, with how he coaching you know is real. I mean? So. I played on plenty of teams where we had the players and we just wasn't given coach the right, right bingo. So um, that's my question. I think when it comes down to what they have, they restocked the D line. <laughs> they got so many guys from Georgia that we don't know what they're trying to do over there. Yeah. And then offensively, man, they still they still potent. You know, they have three of the best or two of the best receivers in the game in our division. 
They have a quarterback to me that's easily could be what top five right yep, now. Yep, yeah, easily yep. top five. Is he top five? Let's talk about that uh, for a second. Right now, he could be top five, but they got a legit top five tight end. They got DeAndre oh, Swift. Yeah. Go, uh, go, Goddard, Goddard is, is considered me. top five right no, now. No, he's not. I'm telling you, where they I'd say he's like the at. seventh or eighth. Maybe. Well, that ain't bad. No, he's I, a good player. And, and then he's you player. got you got Swift at the running back position. Mm-hmm. I think they just signed Miles Jack. And they just yeah. signed another linebacker. Yeah. So they understand where their roster at, and they're at that bubble. So, yeah, they're ready to bust. They are ripe. They are yeah. one of those teams. Now, Tanner just brought it up. Coaches. Seriani yeah. is mostly known for his defense, right? Mm-hmm. Is he? Yes, I, Nick Seriani is known yeah. for his defense, yeah. right? Okay. Am I right or wrong? But at the end of the day, you lost your defensive coordinator. Yeah, like, that's who had the personal yeah. relationship with the defense. You lost your offensive coordinator. That's your, you lost your identity. Yeah. Like, I know somebody else is going to try to call something very yeah. similar, but at the end of the day, if it ain't Peyton Manning or somebody else that already runs their own offense, you're going to have a new identity. Yeah, it's interesting because I actually think they're getting a new defensive coordinator might be better for their defense because their defense was so – Vanilla last mm-hmm. year, very soft cover three, soft cover six, right? And like lots of underneath throws. So what happens when you get a little bit more aggressive? We talk about yeah. being more aggressive with our guys and like watching training camp practice and seeing those guys be way, way more aggressive and how yeah. that affects the pass rush. You've got a pretty good pass rush over there, pretty good D-line rotation. So does that make them better? Does it make them worse? We don't know. We're not at practice for them. But yeah. the thing that gets me is the big question mark is the offense. Yeah. Because that's so much of that insulating the quarterback, understanding what he does well, understanding what your personnel can do. And having a flow. Yes. I've never seen I've never seen a a new offensive coordinator come in and and run the offense better than the old guy. And and to to the offensive guys that's there already credit they might not have to ask of that new new coordinator to do much. You know what I mean? Let the guys yeah. run. The, you know, let these guys run the yard. I, I think when you look at Jalen Hurts, yeah. who expected him to look like he looked last yeah. year? Yeah. And already we're hearing in camp, he's just been looking phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, we talking about the top 100 guys just a couple of weeks ago, and we just found out that, um, you know, the D guy, you know, we, we know who you, Patty, old Patty, he's, yeah. he's number one overall. Yeah. Yeah. But his own teammate said that, Jalen Hurts outplayed him in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. He said he yeah. never saw Super Bowl play at that level. So yeah. Jalen Hurts, to me, made that team look like they looked last yeah. year. I think their defense have always been known to be one of those defenses yeah. that, that come up there and play week in and week out, year in and year out. But having that quarterback position, you know, you know, play it dominant as Jalen Hurts played last year, I think that's the reason why – um, Philadelphia stood out and to me I think that's what's going to have to go forward and they got they're going to be the team it had to be yeah. on Jalen Hurst and shoulders. they got a hint of unfinished business like it don't feel like a hangover for this losing yeah. the Super Bowl yeah. with them I feel more hunger because I was you know I like to spy on them yeah. and I was spying on them two days ago and they say right now Jalen Carter is giving Jason Kelsey Everything he can handle. handle. And yeah. that tells me everything. Jason yeah. Kelsey's the best center in football. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And Maybe they Hall say, of Famer. They say Jason Carr, I mean, Jalen Carter is picking him up, moving him to different apartments. Right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, don't forget they still got Jordan Davis, yeah. Brandon Graham. Yeah. And Jordan Davis, uh, Josh he, he looked good. Cox. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so then you got Fletcher Cox as your third D tackle. They are a very dangerous and deep team. Everybody's trying to, for some reason, and they do this every offseason. Try to throw the Cowboys yeah. in the upper echelon. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't feel like that roster. The Cowboys, when you look at Philly's roster top to bottom, 
It's just there's not a lot of weaknesses. They they re-sign Darius Slay. They re-sign Bradbury. Bradbury. They get all those pieces back in the secondary. They do a good job drafting young players for those safety spots to kind of fill in. Linebackers, I think, question mark there with Kobe Dean. Yeah. Right? Like, what's he going to be? Because, like, I was not super high on him coming out of college. But, again, yeah. like, maybe he's the guy. But keeping them D-tackles. I think that's true. D-tackles. Yeah. Keeping people off of him mm-hmm. so he can run sideline to sideline. Yeah. And don't forget, they signed Cunningham, who was the 6'4 middle linebacker from Vanderbilt. That's right. And they also signed Mass Jack. So they go your two veterans in case N'Kobe Dean not ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I actually think the, the biggest question mark for me is the, is the coaching. Mm-hmm. Right, if if they can if they can kind of write that ship, I don't see from a roster standpoint. I guess barring injury too, right? If Jalen Hurts yeah. gets hurt, like oh, that's, that's, that's gonna be a tough deal, right? Yeah. But I think they're they're the cream of the crop in the division. Yeah, guess who you got to beat? Uh, yeah, guess who you got to prove you, it you with? Yeah, knock them off their pedestal. Yeah, yeah, and I think we're all in agreement there, right? It yeah, feels that way. So nobody feel good about New York Giants. And do everybody feel like it was frugazy what they did last so year? It, just the mar- it's one of those teams where like the margin for error is so small, right? They're winning games six. 16 to 17 yeah. on last minute field goal. They're, everything has fallen right for them. They're going on these 12, 15 play drives consistency. Now that's coaching and that's good stuff, but it's also like there's a reason people don't do that. It's statistically not sustainable. Yeah. And so I, but I, I, I am higher on the Giants than I think a lot of people because I think they did a good job kind of bringing in talent to mm-hmm. around Daniel Wall Jones. Bringing in Wall yeah. bringing tight end. And they brought in, you know, some kind of fast, small receivers that can yeah. make them make them a little bit more explosive offensively, create more space underneath for some of those players. They so got high, they, they drafted the guy from Tennessee who yep. can flat out run. Yep. To, I think he's gonna have to learn how to go against a pro press. Yep. Yeah, he, he, he didn't he was in motion all the time. Yeah, man, and, 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 and in that it, stack. It, too. And he's like a runaway type guy. Yeah. He, he used to run and I want to see him running the whole route tree yeah, used to yeah. just running past yeah, people that ain't gonna work in the NFL every day but I think the Giants are just a scrappy team with they do got identity because I thought they played on defense well last yeah. year I think Lawrence yeah. uh, Thibodeau I think that group of guys they got over there I think they can play but if you ask me they the last team in this division if you ask me the last team. The last team. Wow. Interesting, because I think they're they're so well coached. They damn you know? sure have our number every year. And they, the they do have our like, number, but oh, they're so well it. coached, and they've, they've got better on the offensive line. They've gotten better. And it's like, I guess to me, I guess the big question is, I look at quarterbacks, and is Daniel Jones better than Sam Howell right now? Mm. I would say I, probably. I would say, yeah. And usually – Usually that's not 100% accurate, but usually that's a good indicator of a team that's probably going to be a little bit better. Now, nope. I, think, I think the defense here is significantly better than mm-hmm. them, and I think they can, the, the ceiling for them is incredibly high. I'm talking about Washington now. But they do have some pieces on that defense that are pretty talented. The offense, I think it feels a little bit piecemeal, but it's getting better. So it's, just, it's hard to know with the Giants because the margin of error was like so I, and I tight. I think you only feel that way about Daniel Jones because he just has a – a bigger book of work than Sam. That, no, that, that, that's exactly, exactly yeah, yeah. right. Because if exactly I ask right. you to compare to him and say, is his arm stronger than Sam? No, I'd be like, no, nah, they, they own, arm's comparable. Well, Daniel Jones can run. Well, Sam can run yeah. also. Like So it ain't, only thing that's stopping him is one got 3,000 plays under their belt. The other one got 19 plays. And it's kind of like what we were talking about today, Fred, with uh, Jacoby Brissett. How Jacoby looks a little bit better in certain situations. Yes. Just because yeah. he's more experienced. Now, that yeah. doesn't mean yeah. Sam's potential isn't better. Yeah. But right now, Sam is 
you know, he's a second year player. Yeah. One start to his name. So Still that's a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Got to so, play full games. Yeah. But so, so Giants, what's the thought? I mean, they, they drafted him, uh, the Banks in the first round. He's a press man corner that fits with what they want to do defensively. Yeah. They drafted uh, Mike, John Michael Schmitz, the center from Minnesota. You know how I love Michael Schmitz. Man. And then is does Evan Neal kind of take the same level of improvement this year, right? There's some pieces there yeah. that make you go, well, maybe. And then Darren Waller, again, I am so high on Darren Waller. To me, when he's healthy, he's maybe the best tight end in football. Best, best offensive weapon. Yeah. And yeah. Put, him, put him in that offense with, uh, with Dayball and, and uh, Kafka. Like, what is the result there? Like, yeah. can he be a thousand yard receiver? Can he add an explosive element to that? Only offense? if Daniel Jones take another step. Yeah. If Daniel Jones don't take another step, they will take a step. But I back. feel like that's a that's something that we don't give that guy enough credit for. Daniel Jones have for the years I've been watching him. Yeah, I understood that you know a few years ago he fumbled the ball a lot, but the, the, the his offensive line wasn't blocking worth nothing. Yeah. So he was always sure. in scramble mode and trying to do do more than he needed to do. But he's been accurate. When he throws the ball, he's been a guy that know how to allow the defense to get upfield, and then he finds that crease to run through there and get those hitting yards with his legs. So, you know, he's that scary good to me. Like he's not one of those guys that you sit there and say we got to circle him on our our, our our paper that week and say we got to get ready for him. Yeah. But we always got to say, and when in doubt, yeah, this guy here can beat us. You no, know what with I mean? his legs, he with can legs. flat out you know, beat so, us. And, yeah. and but he's been precise and been accurate at times. Yeah. So. Adding Waller, it's gonna be scary because now he has that safety net. He has a guy that he can. Because remember, the, a couple of years ago, they wanted they wanted that other tight end to be that guy, and he yeah. ended up going to Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, Ingram, and, Evan Ingram, and and he having a phenomenal time out there. Yeah. you know, playing in Jacksonville. But the Giants has always had our number, so we have to find a way to. We got to find a way to beat them. We got to beat these guys. This ain't I don't about know if it's just those coaches just know how to coach better against us. Yeah, what it is because we always had the players. The question is, when we play the Giants, is it the X's and O's? Are the Jimmy and the Joe, right. like this? This what we gonna have to figure out. Because yeah. right now, I think with the X's and the O's, we got a group that can adapt to them. Mm -hmm. So now it's player to player, yeah. right? And, and, and that's gonna be the key. But when I look at this division as a whole, everybody has a dominating D line. Yeah, all they, four teams. They yeah. might have the best defensive lineman <laughs> in the division, yeah. Dexter Lawrence, right? Yeah. So like, it's it's a it's. I will say on the edges, they're not super strong. I, I thought Thibodeau. As the he's, year he's came on, better, he last, came last on, year yeah. he came on. Especially but, uh, against us. And Leonard Williams on the other side. Like, they have. Yeah, they got some, they got some dudes. Yeah, they got some yeah. dudes. They got some dudes. Yeah, I agree. So, one thing I wanted to ask you before we kind of move on to the Cowboys is Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Right? Saquon Barkley is. God's he, gift he, to running backs. <laughs> Listen. But also, he's another weapon, right? He made yeah. that offense go last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I think, you know, Dan, I would say Daniel Jones was at the helm, but definitely, you know, Saquon, Saquon, Saquon's in the, yeah. in, in the passenger seat. Navigating all the directions and stuff. When you're a defensive coordinator and you're about to play the New York Giants, your yeah. first thing you want to do is stop Saquon Barkley right. and make them one dimensional. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how you want and to it, be. You know, because like one of the things about them last year is they were not able to find a lot of explosive plays, like we talked about at the mm -hmm. top. But Saquon was a guy that would bring explosive plays to the offense. Oh, yeah. He was their only avenue of explosive yes. plays. So now they've got Waller, they've got Saquon, they've got Hodges, who's playing better, that mm -hmm. receiver that's pretty good yeah, that they yeah. brought in from Buffalo. Drafted And up. they've got some faster kind of underneath. Guys with Hyatt and some other guys, so and they get Sterling back. They get they get so they they got guys coming back. I agree. So 
What's the consensus? If we had to kind of put a bow on it, they no, go as far as Daniel Jones, basically? I think this division going to look a lot like it did last yeah, year. Sure. Like, I, I really – and it's going to be a two- to three-game gap between yeah. that third and fourth team to yeah. see who is going to try to sneak in their playoff again. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's talk about the Cowboys real quick. <laughs> and the Cowboys are always funny to talk about oh to me because God. they're so – over, I don't say overhype, but there's just oh so much hype around the team. No, they overreported. it. Over reported. I, I, I wonder what it is that makes these guys the. I mean, every camp, every year, it's Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. Oh, overreported because she's that Miss America. Yeah. Like, that's what Cowboys are. Miss America with a dead tooth in her mouth. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> that's who it is. You I, don't know it till it's too late. I tell you one thing. You got to get Jerry Jones his credit, man, because he knows something. He can say a water to he a wheel. He knows how to have his team. <laughs> he knows how to have his team front and center each year, man. They the most talked about. They the most it, criticized. It, and if they come out of that thing playing good, then they're like, oh, well, see the Cowboys. Everybody want them on their channel. It's, yeah. it's like I get tired of turning my TV on and it's a Cowboy on every channel. It's Tony Romo, yeah. Mike Irvin, just Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. Even, which, which, even Lawrence. Lawrence showed up at the Hall of Fame. Nobody want to talk about him butchering yeah. the, the national anthem. <laughs> Listen. Oh, uh, DeMarcus Ware. Yes, DeMarcus <laughs> Ware showed up at the – I was like, just get your yellow jacket, man. Hey, get from boy, hey. <laughs> I was like, I don't know he feeling good about himself, boy, but I would not get up there and sound like that <laughs> like, if got, I knew I sounded like that. He got up there sounding like Willie Vandross. <laughs> it was – <laughs> terrible, and, and nobody want to report the news because I had I was sitting there I was asking my kids, "Am I the only one here? Hey, it's the worst nightmare." I, I, I turned mine down. I said, "Man, I want to see him do it too." Kinda, kinda I, got turned, like, I turned it down, like bro. A little embarrassed. I'm like, kinda "Come kinda on!" I, I felt bad. I was like, "I was looking on TV to see if anybody was gonna start smirking and to see if the players was gonna start <laughs> looking at each other." You know how it is. Yeah, I, listen, I was doing it. I was texting people. Am I the only one? Cannot be. Listen, football players. Listen to me now. We're not great at everything. <laughs> we are not great at everything. That boy had his eyes closed. He was into it. He was feeling himself. <laughs> but if you try the cowboy stuff, we got shows, right? Yeah. That you can watch. Yeah, Take we Command do. Centers. Like, make sure you turn to your YouTube page for only Commander's content, right? So that's what... I know you get tired of that, Fred. No, no. That's where you can go, Fred, if no, you don't no, want to watch. But you could also go to my new podcast with Michael Jenkins. Th- let's get, get that loud, out there. Because you know what? I want, uh, and learn about how you're I lactose never, intolerant. I could never yeah. whispering in class while you try to cheat on the test. What's number to, to number 10? And the teacher, I hear you back there because I couldn't whisper. <laughs> so I've been getting loud my whole life. So I understand what it is. There we go. Good job. All right. So let's talk about the Cowboys' actual roster and how not how good they're singing the national anthem. Which, which was we, terrible. Yeah, okay. We got I it. give you nine thumbs down. So. So receivers, Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks, CeeDee Lamb. That's a pretty good group right there. It is. And I know you don't have a lot of love for CeeDee Lamb. I do have love for CeeDee Lamb. I just think he's a 1B. I don't think he's a 1A. He doesn't take the top off. That's his thing. Now, he does make contested catches. He is very quick in and out of his cuts. Very good in the slot. I just think... If I take the top five corners in the league, I'm They're, not afraid to he, leave he none of them on one-on-one with C.D. Lamb. Yeah. All right. Well, C.D. Lamb might feel differently about that. But I, I get what you're saying. Like, he's not like this explosive. Threat. He's this like he's threat. a good route runner. He catches the ball. Like, he does find explosive plays. It'll be, that's something we should also talk about. Mike McCarthy calling the offense. Yeah. Right? 
That I think is going to be a little bit of aggression, in my opinion. The last time he called offense, you remember in Green Bay? Yeah, I it do did not go well. Yeah, and it's it's a very stagnant offense. It's a very traditional offense. To me, I think it's Dak though. I think I don't care what goes on. I don't care who's calling what plays. It's all Dak. Is is if Dak gonna be in his head this year? He's already in his head. If he's talking, about, I'm never gonna have a season like that again. You don't know what's. Well, gonna first happen. of all, he shouldn't have came back after yeah. he broke his hand. Mm-hmm. He oh, shouldn't have came back. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we yeah. watched Russell do it the year before that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think. I I think everything is predicated on how Dak plays. I mean, trust me, the, the Cowboys find a way to play good. They play great defense. They can move the chains, and then Dak do things that Dak do. You know yeah. what I mean? He yeah. tried. And you got to think about it. Since he broke that whatever ankle or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. He ain't ran a, no a more. A lot of his game was yeah. running, running the ball. Yes. He was doing something with Danny Jones. First he gonna get, yeah. He's so strong. He's like yeah. a, uh, a mule. He's huge. McNabb kind of yeah. mule. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, very much so. Yeah. So he gets those five, ten yards with ease. Yeah. And now that's part of his game that he hasn't went back. Yeah, you're right about that. Good observation on so that one. I think that, that to me, is going to be on him. If he tried to sit back there and show the world that I can dice you up, See, what people fail to realize, a lot of times when we talk about quarterbacks, say, well, a lot of those balls was ricocheted off his, his players. But you know why they was ricocheted, right? Throwing the ball too hard. You don't need to throw the ball. Trust me. I've that been gets, there. That gets yeah. kind of fired up, man. I've been there, bro. Honestly, oh, no, no. Uh, when you got a quarterback that don't know how to give you a pass a when you're not ball. that yeah. far, a catchable pass, bro, he's going to have those deflections. You're going to have those balls that's and bouncing off our head and our we, hands. We love them. So, to me, it's going to be on Dak. If Dak can, you could be accurate, Dak, but put it in the chest. Don't put it up in the head and it's going 1,000 miles you know, per hour. No, I totally agree with that. I, I, so to me, it's Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, that relationship. Because the, the, the thing about watching that offense last year, it's really you know, with uh, Moore, right? Kellen Moore. Yeah, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Very play action heavy, easy reads, finding good matchups. And McCarthy, that's not a characteristic of his offense. It's mm-hmm. like, Here's the picture pre-snap, and I don't know if D- Dak's not Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. Yeah. And that offense goes because it is, it, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was the guy. And, so. and C.D. Lamb already stated that it's going to be on Dak. He's yeah. going to be able to run the offense. Dak, the offense is in his hands. Yeah. So, well, it's a quarterback, man. You know, everything falls in the quarterback lap. But I can say this. The only thing I can say about Dallas, they do have the best defensive player in the whole division. And maybe the best defense. I'm not No, I, no. I'm just saying Michael Parsons. No, but, I but, think But I'm saying to extrapolate on that, I agree with you. But I'm saying that yeah. defense, when they are rolling, yeah, like rolling. they do some really cool disguise stuff. They bring great pressures. They run great line games. <laughs> yeah. Like they are a dangerous they, group. They got a great like defense. Good court, as like, like, yeah. We want to give credit to, to the Eagles. The Cowboys' defense deserve all that credit yeah. from last year, how they yeah. played the game. I think, yeah. I, mean, I mean, maybe the best defense. I mean, yeah. so I don't want to cut you off, Tanner, but maybe the best defense in the, in the division? Like, in our division, no. I, You're right. Yeah. I think so. Because we haven't we haven't played as well as we should play in the yeah. back end. You yeah. know what I mean? I think they have both. That front end, the linebacker well, play, let's, and, let's, the, let's and the not. back end. Look, the back end last year, they had a guy that played better than Diggs, and he wasn't getting no credit for it. Oh, that's what I was about to say. These gave up a thousand yards last year. Bingo, but now, they do have some dudes back there, but the only reason they got the slight edge on us, they back in good, I back in good. Linebackers is where they got us. Linebackers, that's where everything yeah. splits it on yeah. the defensive side. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, obviously they drafted Mozzie Smith out of Michigan, first round defensive tackle, kind of shore up that run run defense, which wasn't very good for them last year, but I really think it's, yeah, Micah Parsons, they just have such good team speed, those strong safeties they have, like, 
are just uh, Malik big, Hooker. Yeah, they just big, they just paid him. Yeah, big box players yeah, that yeah. can cover like their cam curls. Yeah, are really really good and yeah. give them a lot of flexibility. So curse and the rest of those guys. I think we're in agreement here. Like just to put a bow on it real quick. So maybe the best defense, maybe the best defensive coordinator in the division. I think yeah. Jackson have something to say about that at yeah. the end of this year. Yeah, but it's really. Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, how good that team's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. You two, they are the defining factors. Uh, with Philadelphia, it's really offensive coordinator, yes. defensive coordinator. Yeah. New York is more player-based. Yes. Uh, Great uh, point. So here, we got a mesh of coach and player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So is Jamie Davis going to take that next step? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Coach B in him, his offense going to take the offense to another level? Yeah, Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, are those ends finally going to get double-digit sacks? Yeah. I, uh, look, in practice, they look like it. Right, yeah. uh, it's Curtis Samuel want to put his name in the hat. Is, I'm, a good, I mean, I'm a good wide receiver also. Yeah. I know yeah. John Dawson say, uh, with a full year, I'm a top 15 wide receiver. So yeah. it's so many storylines yeah. that we got in the division right now. I agree. And I think for us, let's talk about us, or the, the commanders, excuse me. So... For this team to be to get where to, for this team to get where it's got it wants to go. Let's say that let's say winning the division is the goal. That's that's a that's a lofty goal. Yep. What needs to happen for this team? Uh, coaches need to coach and players need to play. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm sorry. It's one of those things where I think for a long time we didn't have a pensmanship. We couldn't beat people you with that, the pen. People don't know yeah. what you're talking about. All right, I when I played for Greg Williams, the one thing I could always say was we won. We was always prepared. Yeah, we watched enough film that we diagnosed you and know what you was doing. But mainly, I knew what he, Greg wanted me to do. Yeah. I, yeah. and I trusted in what Greg wanted us to do. So when Greg was like, "This is their favorite play," well, this is what we're gonna run. We're gonna run these two plays against their favorite play because we finna steal that out route because yeah. they love to do it, and we're gonna steal it from the outside going in. That's beating somebody with the pen. Mm-hmm. That mean my. Players don't matter right now. Yeah. I am going to go in here and I am going to whoop you with the pen. We need good quarterback play because I'm not going to bring the defense in because the defense proved that was, they was a top five defense. I just need you to be that yeah. again. Yeah. All right. So it's all about offensive coordinator, meet your quarterback. Yeah. That's the story of the commander's season this year. Yeah. It's, to me, I think it all lies on our offense. I think we need to protect. I think we're going to be able to run. You yeah. know, watch I them think, in practice. They look good. But you have to have both. You know what I mean? You yeah. have to, because, you know, and then you don't want teams teeing off on yeah. you. Saying, when well, do got, I need to do All they can do is yeah. run. Yeah. We ain't scared of them to pass. So yeah. I think we have to be able to. And even if we're not, you know, because I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not solely sitting here saying that Sam need to be one of the best, you know, top 10 quarterbacks when it comes to passing the football down the field. You have the skill guys where you can just dink and dunk the ball yeah. and, allow, and allow them to be... To rack know, up yours you for know, you. Do what they do for you. Mm-hmm. But we have to know how to disguise things in a manner with that offense, with what EB have shown us that they can do over there in Kansas City that gets teams to second-guess themselves. Yeah, we don't I'll want balance. them to say, well, we know yeah. this is a run. Yeah. We want them to say... See pass and say, oh man, they ran out of that, or they did a slip yeah, screen yeah, that yeah. counts as a run. You yeah, know, so kind of that penmanship that Fred was Bingo. talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree, and I so I think it's it's kind of, so if I was going to kind of say some a couple things, one, Eb Sam Howell offensively, we've yeah, talked yeah. about that a ton on the this podcast. Two guys right? to me. Yeah, ton on this podcast. Like, is the offense good? Does Sam pick it up? And can can Eb's offense elevate this group of playmakers the way that? Um, Dayball and Kafka did in New York last year. Quite frankly, like yeah. they elevated a bad group of players. Yeah, and got and I, the most out of them. And I yeah. think we have a better, we have, we definitely have a better skill position yeah. group. And our offensive line is probably coming together in a nice way. Yeah. But 
can they elevate them to kind of take that next step? That's the big question for me offensively. Defensively, I think it's twofold. I think one is, is Chase Young going to be Chase Young? Or a version of Chase Young that's dominant? Because if he's dominant, like, watch Let me Let me out. ask you something, Logan. Yeah. As a player, ain't we all dominant in our contract years? It's so I mean, it's, it's so funny true, how yeah. dominant we are during our yeah. country I mean, here. Like you talk about you talk about being dominant. Like Montez looks, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Looks unblockable when he like when he wants to in practice. Yeah. Yeah. that bulldog is taking a step there. I think he also understands too that um, he needs to be that guy this year. Yeah, because I mean, you know, last year he played well. He played great, especially not having Chase. Oh, he was around With the Chase, court. Yeah, it's gonna be his show. Yeah. Yes, because these guys, you gotta think, team's gonna say. You know, what y'all do every week when we get ready to play that guy on offense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You circle him. You yeah. say, mm-hmm. we, need a, we need two, three, four, five guys. Yeah, stop to, him and see what else they got for us. You got to say on our D-line. You got to play even. You you who you gotta play who even. we going to double and yeah. who we not going to double? And then you got to say, you know what? We got to let these guys in the back end just show us that they're going to pick everything off because we can't double nobody. We no. got to let these guys run. The ball got to get and out. And I think Chase is going to be Chase this year because he has a lot to prove, but Montez is going to – He's going to benefit so much this year yeah. from having Chase back. I think that's a great point. So that's my one. And my two is the back end. Yeah. Can they play as consistently and as together as they've been playing out here in practice, right? Emmanuel Forrest, I was going to say Juice, Kendall Fuller look great. Cam looks like he's taking that next step, getting his hands on the football contract here for him too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Forrest has been super consistent. I love him. Percy, Quan, yeah. they've got the pieces. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Can they continue to just make it, Tight window, you know what I'm saying? Because no, hey, that's a great question. Because if they do, it's a scary it's thing. Be some man. nice sunnies for us. We gonna be sitting up here. We can't. We can't wait to go to work and see these guys go out here and do what they do. So if we had to give an order, what's the order? What's the order for the division? Real quick, order for the division. Hey, listen, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with what I know from my old division, my division. Philadelphia can't win the division because they won it last year. Ain't nobody didn't repeat it in 17 that's a bold years. Claim there. Now, I'm just telling you. All right now. Do that mean the Cowboys win it? I hope not. I hope not. I know who it ain't going to be. It ain't going to be the Giants. It's not going to be the Giants? So, no. So, so it's it like it the Cowboys. Or us. Or us. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty bold claim. Yeah. All right. So, Tana, like, jumped the gun here a little bit. We're still Man, talking I, I football. Man, no, no, it, the effervescence was just hitting. It was all of me. Okay. So, Tana, so Tana took a bite. We were jumping to Farmer Fred's uh, watermelon yeah. here. Took a bite. Oh, man, it doesn't look that juicy. Is it juicy? No, it's juicy. It's juicy? I've been saying, you smell that effervescence coming up. Why don't you get a piece? Why are you saying effervescence like that? Who cut these pieces, man? He looks like like a, like the biggest piece I've ever seen here. Well, we got a sword. We cut it with a sword. All right? That's what it is. Now, taste it. Tell me what you think. Got some berries I grew in that thing, too. That is nice, man. That's very nice. You got like yourself? I don't know if I'm just hungry. Yeah. But they were just sitting there. This is a red watermelon I have. This is a strawberries I have right here. Strawberries are the easiest thing to grow. But they attract a lot of insects. So this is why I make so, sure I grow red peppers around. Dude, I love the little chip. This is really good. Good. Yeah. I don't know what I thought it was going to taste like. <laughs> no, I, I knew it was going to be good because it's from Wegmans. It's all good. <laughs> You know what? He said he grew it, but I, I doubt it. I, I wouldn't get Wayman none of my money. Not for not for stuff that I can grow. Now hey. stuff that I can't grow, mangoes and stuff like that. I right get them from the store. So what's the key to growing a good watermelon? From? Well, understanding what it's made from. Water. So simple, you water it a lot? simple as that. And it needs to be raised. Like the Off one the thing ground? about 
part of it, like I box them in, because the one thing about these watermelons, they need to lay on the ground. Oh. And that's how you get the, 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 the soft, the yellow spots and stuff on them. And that'll let you know if it's sweet or not. You see how yellow the bottom of that yeah. was? That was the signal that it was a sweet watermelon that it had ripened. So the one thing about it is, if you take them off the vine, they still ripen. They, they don't uh, get ripe anymore. It's over with. Oh, it's over. I have to let them get ripe on the vine. Because I'm going to bring y'all a yellow one, but they still need to be on the vine for like a week and a half or two. Man. Fred knows Just, everything. He knows everything. Man. I don't know if we can talk anymore. This is pretty hey, good. Hey, 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 listen. Hey, I grew it in the garden. I'm, I'm sorry to jump the gun, but they were, <laughs> they were calling me. I'm, I'm, I'm don't get you a piece, I'm bro. like, that, that watermelon right, is so Jason damn good, man. Yeah, so I think that's going to do it on this beautiful watermelon day. We'll try the strawberries here in a little bit. Yeah. But thank you all for joining. We yeah. really appreciate it. And continue to like and subscribe wherever you get this Commander's content. Watermelon. It's in the eye. I got it. <laughs>